We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody and welcome back to the last no other pod of 2019. Huzzah! <laughs> That's right. We're uh, we're back maybe a week earlier than we thought we would be. Um, we didn't know when the next one would be, but we are here. He's Dan. Had I'm to do Jimmy. It. Dan, you're uh, you're the birthday boy this week, aren't you? Oh yeah. That's uh, that'll be that's Tuesday of this week. Yeah, pretty exciting stuff. So yesterday, for our listeners who are listening, probably on a Wednesday tomorrow right. for us who are recording on a monday so man it's a uh, you know we, last week god we we don't I, I feel like i don't know a damn thing by the way <laughs> you <laughs> Does know anybody really i mean we're, we're, we got a, i got a little skeptical last week about signing a player and now sporting casey's breaking signing records and it's there's a little bit to unpack here people but it's not uh it's not gonna be an ultra long episode i don't i don't think we're gonna Send you uh, some glad tidings and uh, well wishes for the new year and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, it should be a fun episode. We're going to go over the new signing. Go over the crazy story of his kidnapping, which I don't know how oh many of you have heard God. that, but this dude, bad ass. It's a real so, deal. <laughs> we'll talk about that, but uh, I believe we have a new review. There it is, man, from Piper Chupacabra, because why wouldn't you have your name as that? Uh, of course. It says, could it be true, five stars, that after you record your podcast, we may get the player we were promised and I won't be able to hear your take on it till next week? That is BS. And it's like, hold on. We're not BS the <laughs> podcast. All right. That's a different podcast. But, BSI uh, now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Should have been IBS, in my opinion. That would have been <laughs> a little better. But let me tell you, man, that's 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 the real deal. That is what would happen. And uh, luckily, you came in and you did a little, you did a little addendum on the, you, you did a little amendment on the podcast, and uh, were able to give your educated takes on it rather than my uneducated takes. Yeah, let me just say, I didn't realize. I mean, it makes sense. I didn't think about it. How hard it is to just talk for ten minutes by yourself off the top of your head and sound any sort of like coherent. That's rough. <laughs> I listened back. I started and stopped a couple of times because I was like, what am I saying? And then <laughs> I, uh, I I finally got through about like nine minutes of it. And I was like, that sucked, but it was good enough because I'm not going to get better. Oh, man. It's, a, it's like 
It, it's no different than uh, a weekly podcast with me when I happen to get uh, sidetracked on Instagram or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, but at least like we can talk back and forth. And like when you're talking, I can sit here and gather my thoughts and be like, okay, what am I going to say next? I realized like I'm just going for nine minutes. There's no time to break and think about now where do I want to go next? And it was tough. Oh, that's what, okay. That's what you do. You collect your thoughts. See, I kind of <laughs> sit here and I, my thoughts are like, I wonder if Jimmy knows I don't have pants on. I don't know. Well, you know, I just assume you don't have pants on most times. <laughs> that is so. a good assumption because I worked from home today. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. Well, uh, oh, nice. little snow break. That's good so. stuff. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, this is an was, exciting time to be. Well, a that was a good KC review, fan. by the way. I just want to thank uh, the Chupacabra for giving us that five stars, man. That's good stuff. Yeah, thank you to everybody, uh, Piper Chupacabra, and everyone else who has left us a five star rating and a review. Uh, as we mentioned before, if you would like to leave us a five star rating and review, uh, please do. We'll read it on air and let us know what you want to see us do in 2020. We're going to yes. try to incorporate as many ideas as possible. So there we go. We'll see. But we did get some questions. I didn't tweet out till like half an hour ago our our call for questions. But we already <laughs> already have at least four. So people are coming in hot. Uh, but let's let's start by getting your reaction to the Alan Pulido signing because you did not get to give your takes, and we finally have this designated striker. So what say you about Alan Pulido? Oh my God, dude! Uh, it feels weird. This is not a feeling uh, that we're used to here, right? Right. And uh, just just the hype around it, man. The, the national hype. Even, I mean, I, you could say international hype. Like other news outlets are talking about it in Spanish. And uh, it's got me pumped. It's got me really pumped for a, a 2020 season. And if you guys aren't excited, I don't know why not. I mean, the dude won a, a co-golden boot last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's some pretty good momentum coming here, breaking records. Now, that's that's against good Mexican defenders, you know, coming yeah. here to League MX. He's going to cross up all sorts of white boys. Can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, so I'm excited. I'm excited. And there's been a lot of coverage about him and what he does and some kind of music video he was in and some kind of kidnapping story. And I'm like, this dude sounds awesome <laughs> yeah yeah it's pretty crazy. i mean this like i said dude's badass and we're going to talk about this kidnapping story because it's crazier well, his, than it sounds his name's alan and but it's 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 alan. alan alan and but peter's like peter's like alan and i'm like no his name's not alan you're seriously not going to call him alan are you peter T- come on tell me you've seen it's like 10 years old at this point but the old internet video of like the animals that are like they look like they're talking because people dub over them and there's a little gopher that's just like alan alan have you seen this no i don't think so oh my god okay well i wish we could pause this and you could google alan gopher right now and you could see what we're talking about i mean we don't have to pause i do all sorts of googling when we're just talking to (laughs) to each other well if there's a way for you to somehow find this video and watch it with audio while we're recording without messing up our, our our podcast then that would be preferable but it's it's like an old BBC thing where they just like took a bunch of animal clips and dubbed people over that so it's like it looks like they're talking and there's yeah. one gopher yeah. that's just repeatedly just like Alan Alan it's got like 16 million views yeah man you missed out I guess so, <laughs> all right it's pretty but funny. anyways th- this dude can we talk about the kidnapping for a second okay yeah let's well, let's jump there because we'll, we'll we'll talk i'm gonna sort of lay give a lay of the land according to well um, yeah did you hear the sporting kc show by the way did you listen to that 
I have not heard it, no. Okay, because they came out with like a little off-season edition, almost like an hour and a half long. I was like, damn, y'all like to spend that much time together? And <laughs> it was pretty good pretty good stuff, a uh, little reporting there. So I can't believe Ali Trost wants to be with Carter and Nate for that long. So I don't know if crazy. anybody wants to be with Carter and Nate for that long, but, <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, um, set the stage, set it. Okay, so this is based off of uh, an article from The Guardian, the UK site. Um, this is back from May of 2016 when this occurred, but basically it says Mexican football star Alan Polito was kidnapped and held for 24 hours oh over the God. weekend. Um, but what essentially happened was he was kidnapped and I'm trying to remember if it says here, like who kidnapped him or, or why, um, it's like a ransom thing. I thought, I, I, I think it was ransom and I think his relatives were involved like one of like Polito's cousin's husbands uh kidnapped him and tried to hold him for ransom um but basically what happened so he was kidnapped when was this by the way was there a year on this may of 2016 oh okay Um, and this is when he was playing for um greek club olympiacos um oh this was not in mexico then no, this was in Mexico. Oh, okay. He was, he was in the off-season. He was at a party in Mexico, and supposedly Polito left the party, and his cousin was the one who, I guess, alerted the kidnapping and gave them a description of, of Polito's uh, vehicle. Um, and then they kidnapped him. And, yeah, basically were holding him for ransom. Yeah, they, like, supposedly, like, cut him off on the road, and he was with his girlfriend, and she got away, and then they yeah. took him. Yeah. So they took him and they held him for 24 hours. Bro, but that's like some CSI shit, man. Here's like where the cr- criminal investigation. Yeah, it's it's nuts. But this is where it gets crazier. This dude was alone with one of his three kidnappers. Somehow wrestled the 50 caliber gun away from the kidnapper, and then stole the phone from his kidnapper. Wasn't able to leave the safe house because the doors were locked, and then called the police and basically uh the police were able to come after he wrestled the gun away from his kidnapper and there was a brief firefight from what i can understand and ultimately oh was God. able to to get out and the police were able to save him there was um, a firefight yeah it says that okay polito originally asked the operator to trace the call and can be heard beating his captor demanding he say the name of the street where they were holding him Oh my God! What if he was beating his captor, demanding they say his name? Say my name, bitch! Say my name! But this dude was kidnapped, and then stole the gun, and then while on the phone with the cops, beat up the kidnapper, forcing him to say where they were. Um, so, and oh then yeah, God. ultimately, it says in one of the calls, Polito said that police were outside the safe house and wanted the officers informed someone was inside, contacting emergency officials. The operator asked Polito to fire the pistol so authorities knew they were in the correct spot, but Polito said the weapon was not loaded. So let's just talk about for a second. Imagine being on the phone with 911, and they're like, where are you? And you're like, I'm not sure. And they're like, well, just fire your gun. We'll listen for it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, just shoot (laughs) the gun if you could. Um, Now, I know Mexico is just like a crazy place. Uh, You hear about all sorts of stories. You see a bunch of movies, of course. Um, But after this happened... I think uh, I'd want to move back. I'd want to move to the U.S. as well, and yeah. uh, you know, have a have a little bit of a better life. So, 
Dude, holy shit, this is like a movie, man. I just see like Jet Li or something in this movie. I know Jet Li's not Hispanic. Don't go calling me a racist. But he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't think of any Hispanic action stars off the top of my head. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it just, it says at one point, police officers started firing the gun, like firing. And Polito had to basically be like, hey, this is what I'm wearing, so you don't shoot me because I'm not yeah. the people who kidnapped me. Oh, so, my God. Yeah. I, now, supposedly there were reports saying, like, maybe it wasn't true or something, but, like, people are going to ask this in, like, interviews, right? Is this off limits? I mean, you're in the press conferences, dude. Are you going to find out, like, where he learned these skills? Like, I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> I, will, I will find you. I don't know if it'll come up again or not because it's – it's like an old story. It's almost four years old at this point, but yeah, but now it's resurfaced and now it's like interesting to us Americans and we're, we're jacked about it. Yeah. It's just, it's such a pretty insane story. Like, yeah, <laughs> this dude literally like lived taken except he just saved himself. So yeah, that's weird. He just told, you know what, told his girlfriend to run and was like, I'll take care of this. Like, See you in 48 hours. What? <laughs> you got a plan? <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah, I guess they, they arrested the husband of his cousin. They, I think they arrested his cousin too. And I mean, this, this made CNN, this, this was not just like a new, like a sports news story. This was like international news. So. Well, welcome to Kansas city. I'm, I'm glad he's on our side. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so like when they asked him, like, what was it about sporting KC that, you know, wanted him or made him want to come to the club. This was on a media call. He was talking about like, oh, you know, the structure of the team and the roster. And, blah, and I have to think part of that is like, I'm not going to get kidnapped and held at ransom. He also said, <laughs> he said the tranquility of the city. And I'm like, yeah. yo, you got me feeling all sorts of tranquil. Like, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. He's... I'm thinking there's, yeah, uh, you have less kidnappings here than I did back home. Yeah. And that's, that's a positive. So, uh, I don't know. This is, this is big news for, for Sporting KC. Um, I know when we recorded our podcast last week, we briefly mentioned Alan Polito as like a rumor, but that, but this like yeah. materialized super quick in a matter well, of like barely, 18 hours. You barely mentioned it. And so that's why when it happened the next day, you were like, this is the guy I mentioned last night on the podcast. And I was like, I don't remember you mentioning this guy because like, <laughs> it was so brief, you know? Yeah. There were rumors about him, but like the, all, all of the rumors seemed to indicate he was going to be more expensive than Cavallini and or San Jose. Him, and they were linking him to San Jose. Well then, so I found out through some people I know that like San Jose wanted him, but once they signed on a full term designated player basis, Christian Espinoza, that they didn't really have the money for Polito, but supposedly based off of what I'm hearing, SKC might've been the front runner the whole time. So, wow, I don't know, man. This is this is definitely this a is level cool. of investment that Sporting KC has not had before. Breaking um, records, man. Like I said, if you're not excited for the season based off this alone, then you're dead to me. Like I don't, I don't, I haven't seen any a single person being like, hmm, I'm not impressed. Like what? Come yeah. on. Well, I've seen, I've seen some people poo poo it where they're like, can't wait till the inevitable period where Peter starts Kyrie over Polito. Um, oh wow, that's a sad life you live, people. Right, I know. I'm like, like that, come on, don't guys. do that. That's a, that's some that's some Dan Coozer skepticism right here, and I'm over here getting excited. <laughs> I just I think this one feels different. I, did you get a chance at all to watch like the the? It's like a four minute highlight video that Chivas put out of all his goals from 2019. I, I think did. I tweeted it out. So uh, granted, 
a lot of his goals came from the penalty spot. But hey, you know what? Don't take that for granted because we haven't had someone who's been that great at penalties since like Benny left a number of and years ago. We had ago. quite a few penalties last year, man. Like right. that could have helped. So that's good. But two, if you look at the goals he has from run of play, he had one that was like an amazing header that he flicked across the face of goal. But then like yeah. the stuff he can do with his feet, his footwork, his possession, his hold up play, he seems like he has a finishing quality that we have not had in a striker. So Yeah. I mean it's or people are just gonna like cave in on him and cover him so hard that he just drops it off to Johnny Russell for a big time goal. Well, that's the other thing. Like, you know, people talk about sort of what happened. Why didn't we score as many goals last year as we did in 2018? I do think a lot of it had to do with, like, the runs that Kyrie was making and pulling people off the ball. So Alan Polito is much smaller than Kyrie, but he makes the same kind of runs, and he pull, he can pull people off the ball, and he can drop deeper a little bit, get the ball outside the box, make some runs like Christian Namath did back in Portland in 2015 and then lay the ball off to other people, I think he's going to bring a dimension to this offense that we have not seen. So it's uh, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm, I'm pumped. And we're not done. We're not done signing people, apparently. We are not. There's some rumors that I want to get to here in a moment. I do just want to put the Polito signing in context. If you look at sort of the all-time records as far as transfer fees go for MLS, uh, obviously Ezekiel Barco is number one. At 15 million, and Pity Martinez, PT Martinez, number two at 14 million or thereabouts. Um, so Atlanta's one, two. You know, the rest, you know, there's Brian Rodriguez for LAFC, 11 and a half, and it kind of goes down from there. Uh, Polito is the number 11th most expensive signing of all time. Uh, at It's assuming it's at about 8 million. There's, depending on who you talk to, it's the transfer fees listed anywhere from six million to nine and a half million. I'm more inclined to believe the nine and a half million side because those came out of Mexico, and that's probably more a more likely leak than the six million is probably coming from Sporting KC people who want it to seem like it's lower. So this could be as high as the eighth highest signing of all time above Clint Dempsey, but it's at least probably you know number ten or eleven, which is pretty wow. cool. Very cool. But if you look at the teams who are all above us, Atlanta United, Atlanta United, LAFC, Toronto, Portland, Toronto, Toronto, Seattle, Inter-Miami, New York City, and then right behind us, Atlanta, Seattle, LA Galaxy, LAFC. Sporting KC is the one that stands out in there. We're finally spending with the big guys. So, About time, exciting. man. It's been a while. And Peter Vermees in the media call, he, he kind of, he almost sounded sad about it, but he said, uh, you know, we're in this world now and I think we're going to stay in this world when talked about spending because he basically was like, once people know you got the money, you can't just go back to pretend to being poor. So <laughs> now they're going to have to spend to, to get people. It's true, man. Now it's there. I mean, you, you're kind of a, you're kind of joining that, that company, you know, you're, you're in, you're in it now. And so, yeah, there were some other rumors uh, that came out almost immediately uh, after the Polito signing um, we were linked to an Argentina center back uh, named uh, Lotaro Gianetti. And supposedly we put in a $2 million bid for Lotaro Gianetti uh, that reportedly was rejected and his transfer fee or his release clause is anywhere from 6 to $10 million. But we already signed the Croatian, Roberto Puncic. 
We still have Matt Beasler. We still have Botan Barat. We still have Graham Smith. If we're trying to now get another multi-million dollar center back, I mean, that can't spell anything good for Andre Fontes, can it? No, not at all, man. I've been wondering about that myself. Like, where are they going to go with him? I mean, they're clearly trying to move on from him, right? It, it seems that way. I mean, you know, he's got a guaranteed contract, and he's owed a million dollars, and he's not somebody that can probably be sold to anyone else, especially with his injury. But Sporting Casey can use one contract buyout per offseason, and it could be a case of they're trying to make sure they get one more center back in, and then once they do, they can say, hey, thanks for your service. Here's your million dollars, and we're going to buy you out. So wouldn't be the worst thing. I know people would be kind of no. happy. Yeah, definitely not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> uh, there were also rumors, this just broke recently, that Sporting Casey made an offer for another striker. I do not know how to say this guy's last name. His first name is Richmond, and his last name is Boyaki, maybe? I'm not hey, sure. Hey, booyah! But Bo- Boakie? I don't know. Boakie. B-O-A-K-Y-E. Um, we'll just, we'll wait. We'll wait while you figure it out. <laughs> he uh, He's played most recently for red star belgrade um including in the uh the uefa champions league and he's i think if you look at according to google played in 13 matches in the 2019 2020 uefa champions league and scored four goals so that's not bad but if you also you look at the history of teams this guy's played for genoa juventus atalanta um red star belgrade i mean these are teams that people have heard of like especially in syria like this is a a real player and he also plays for the ghana national team 14 appearances six goals the rumors are that the offer was around two to two and a half million dollars and it's hard to translate um because you know the original uh, word or wording was in bosnian but it seems to indicate that the offer is still out there so do you think Peter would not just spend nine and a half million or up to nine and a half million on Polito, but also an additional two and a half million and spend twelve million dollars total on a couple of strikers? It's Dude, crazy. Give us all the strikers, man. I, I have no idea. I mean, it's pretty cool if he does. I mean, I, I think heck, if we can get a couple of quality strikers that are able to put the ball in the back of the net consistently, that's definitely a couple steps in the right direction. Maybe even play oh, yeah. a two striker system. Maybe play a Boakie, however you say his name, up top, and Polito just underneath him, like a, a sort of hybrid 10-9 roll. I don't know. Starting it out there. Possibilities are endless. And while everyone's like, hey, maybe you could uh, do a new formation or something, I'm like, ah, okay. The skeptic in me is like, well, that's not going to happen, right? They'll, uh, he'll never stray from the 4-3-3. Well, so, you know, one of our questions, Eric Martinez, uh, said, what's your suggested formation adjustments? And I think... Peter kind of played with the formation a little bit last year, which is when he got all super secretive about his lineup graphics. Um, He also mentioned at the start of the year that given the personnel, there might be some opportunity to try some things different with the formation, but then I think injuries sort of derailed that. I think ultimately it'll still be... The formation, per se, is less important than the style, and the style is possession-based, you know, pass the ball a lot, build up to a quality chance, and then try to score. Now, whether that's a 4-3-3 or a 4-1-4-1 or a 4-5-1, those are all similar, close to the same type of thing. So, who really knows? 
what he could do, and this could get a little crazy, is if you get enough quality center backs, you could play a three-man back line, and then you could put Martins and Zussi or somebody as sort of hybrid midfielders, wingbacks, and push the ball up that way. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, definitely possibilities. Just a matter of if he'll do it or not. Yeah, I'm guessing he'll probably stick with the 4-3-3 like you said, but who knows? Possibilities are endless. The one position... So Peter said we're going to add at least one player on all three lines. We've added at least one center back already. We've added two forwards, when both Kyrie bringing him back and Alan Polito. The position we have not yet added is midfield. Now, if you had to choose between sort of that like attacking midfielder, box-to-box midfielder, defensive midfielder, what, do you have one that you think is more important for us to add uh, over the others? Do I have any? Uh, not really. Um, I don't know, man. Midfield just doesn't seem like there's that we really are in desperate need of anything. So the st- the starters definitely seem locked in, at least as of now, as Felipe, Roger, and Ilya. I would definitely like to see another defensive midfielder come in to sort of either push Ilya to challenge him for the starting role or just to be there in case he needs to rest because our backup defensive midfielder right now is Felipe, who is also our starting attacking midfielder, and the math doesn't quite work out there. Um, the other option is you could bring in a box-to-box number eight midfielder to try to be a replacement for Roger, but I think Felipe can also do that. So then you could bring in an attacking midfielder, which you could say, okay, well, maybe you put Gianluca Buzio in there a bit more. Let him play more. But I do think they're going to bring in some sort of midfielder. It's just a question of who. But have you seen, this is where my tinfoil hat conspiracy theory comes out, have you been keeping an eye on Johan Quaze's Instagram stories as of late? Oh, I sure have. Because he is back in Kansas City. Yeah, that's weird. And, and I, he's like at two light apartments, and he's like washing his car, and he's tagging Kansas City and all these places. He's getting a haircut. He put yeah. up a, a, a photo of him from July playing the Sporting KC game, and all it said was patience. And I was like, what's going on here? So uh, <laughs> I actually I, I threw a, a shot in the dark because I was like, hey, you know, Latif used to snap me back shirtless wearing Minnie Mouse uh, <laughs> filters. So maybe Johan will message me back. So I, I DM'd him on Instagram. I was like, hey, you coming back to Sporting KC? Is that why you're here? Just trying to see if I can get anything. And uh, he ignored me. Of course. So <laughs> of course. I have no information to report. But I don't know why he's here. It's, <laughs> it's, it's weird. weird. I mean, it's a... Uh... Yeah, I don't. I have no idea what what the pot. I mean, what we might sign him. We might just sign him. I mean, I wouldn't hate it if it was like just a regular MLS contract, like not even a TAM deal. Like you brought him in at like some salary under the 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 maximum salary charge, and you have him as like a depth signing. He's not a designated player. He's not a TAM player. He already knows the system. He can kind of, like, that's not a bad player for that kind of salary, I don't think. But right, it's imagine, you thought it was bad when Kyrie was, was re-announced. Imagine the Cauldron Facebook or the people on Twitter when Sporting KC tweets out, we're delighted to announce that we've re-signed midfielder Johan Quaze. It's going <laughs> to be nuts. It might, it might happen. 
<laughs> it might happen. Um, would you be happy? Would you be sad? Would you care? I don't know. I'd be interested. I'd be happy to see everyone else's replies. How about that? <laughs> That's totally fair. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, Drake Ewing kind of he he asked his Sporting looking for a new midfielder. If so, I think we're getting a, a number ten or a Roger replacement. We already kind of talked about that. So, um, one of our apparently big Alan Polito fans. I don't know how to say his um his Twitter name. It's in like Russian or something like that. His handle is Donald Trump sixty nine. So there's that. It's interesting. His, his bio says Alan Polito can have my kids. First of all, so I'm like, you're a Trump supporter or a Trump lover? I mean, 69, I just, I don't know. I don't want to get don't into know. it. But. Don't know. Don't know. Don't, <laughs> don't want to. Visuals that are not needed. Yeah. Um, he said, what kind of sign, or she, might be a she, I don't know. What kind of signing do we think Vermees will make next? And I think probably a midfielder, I would guess, but who knows. Um, and then Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Asked, <laughs> I love it. As it currently sits, is the back line good enough to win MLS Cup? So what do you think? Back line good enough to win MLS Cup? Oh, probably not. I mean, I'll be interested to see what happens with the with right back this year, you know? Yeah, I think that's the biggest question mark for me. I think I like what I've seen from Luis Martins, but we haven't seen him long term. But he's promising at left back. Obviously, he's good enough to finally get Seth Snovic out of being on Sporting KC, which we're sad to see Seth go. But Luis Martins did what many people before him could not. Then there's Beasler, and right now the other starter is probably Botan Barat. Uh, and those two, I think, were fine together, mostly. I think Barat played a lot better next to Beasler than he did when he played next to Fontas. So, yeah, I think the biggest question is, what do you do at right back? And there's Zussi, but also Jalen Lindsay should be healthy this year. And then he could get some time at right back. So Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think my gut is like, eh, the, the, not much has changed from this back line from last year, so why would it be that much different? But who knows? Maybe it's just you need the right mix of chemistry, and, and then that'll that'll fix some things. I so. know, man. I'm excited. Just in about a month or so, we got some preseason training camp going on, and We'll actually get to see some stuff from them. Yeah. Maybe they'll maybe they'll broadcast some of the games this year. I know they didn't really do that last year. Yeah, I hope hope so. Um, there's obviously the addition of Punchech, but we don't know if I don't feel like Punchech is going to step in as a starter right away. But who knows? Maybe he will. Might shock us all. Yeah. Uh, the other news, Sporting KC related, uh, two bits of information quickly. 2020 U.S. Open Cup change. Um, there will be uh, 11. MLS teams entering in the third round, which is one round earlier, so it's not the round of 32. Um, it's one round earlier. Sporting KC is one of those teams, so we will have to play one additional game uh, if we go on to win the U.S. Open Cup, and it'll probably be against the lower division side, but this means it'll uh, start a little earlier, and I, I, I'm trying to remember. Is it? I think it's May. Sometime in May is when we would play this first game. I don't remember, but... It is what it is. I mean, I guess nothing we can really do about it, right? Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to decide how I really feel about it. It's like, I mean, they're rewarding people for doing better in the MLS right. regular season. Yeah. Which so is I mean, good. I kind of dig that. I just hate that we're on the raw end of the deal. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> um, 
the third round draw is scheduled to take place on April 10th, 2020, with the third round scheduled to actually take place from April 21st to April 23rd. So that's when our first U.S. Open Cup will be, sometime between April 21st and April 23rd. So there you cool. go. Cool. All but right. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be there. We'll be watching. And then the only other Sporting KC news that I wanted to, to mention is I was slightly off with my MLS Team of the Decade prediction. Red Bulls were not number four. They were number three. Bobby Warshaw has Sporting KC at number four, which I kind of have a hard time with considering we won an MLS Cup and three U.S. Open Cups, made the playoffs eight straight years. I know the Red Bulls made the playoffs ten straight years, but they didn't win a U.S. Open Cup or an MLS Cup. They did win a couple of supporter shields, but I don't know. just gives us more reason to fight with Bobby Warshaw. Yeah, you don't need... I mean, that's pretty easy to find reasons to, really. Although he's leaving MLS. He's not going to be there anymore. Is he really? Yeah. He already did his last extra time. Really? So, yeah. So we won't have anybody to yell at anymore. I guess we'll have to... Does this mean we have to yell at Weeby now? Who do we yell at? Yeah, probably. That not makes Doyle? a lot of sense. <laughs> I feel like we could yell at Doyle. Although I don't think Doyle would ever stoop as low as coming on our podcast. Hey, but. you don't know. Let me put, <laughs> let me put the invite out there. Hey, I'd love it. If you can come on, we can talk about cats. He's a big cat guy. Oh, my so. God. You're a cat guy, too. Oh, my God. I have three cats. With that my is fiance. way too many cats. <laughs> well, you know, we started with one. We adopted a second, and then two weeks later, we're given a third. So it wasn't... It was kind you of, were given... I thought you would... Oh, my God. I only had the two. When did this third one happen? Yeah. Well, we... Ado- I mean, it's been... We adopted one in, like march of last year and then literally oh. two weeks later uh Brittany's mom was like hey we can't keep our cat anymore here you go and we were like oh couldn't oh have said this two weeks God. ago you guys have a cat <laughs> house it's that's hilarious so but three which cats, means you have boxes of poop sitting around in our basement yeah there's some litter just, boxes just there just sitting <laughs> open poop yeah you know I'll yes. never understand cat people. However, when it's super cold, I wish I could train my dog to shit in a box. <laughs> it doesn't make it easier. I know. So, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I'd, I'd gladly welcome Doyle onto the podcast. If you can get him on, then more power to you. So, I'm on it. Uh, anyway, that I think is all of the big sporting KC news that we have so far. Uh, any, any anything else that you want to tell our fans about sport? I mean, we got some MLS news to get into here, but mm. anything else? Given that this was our last podcast of the year, uh, that you want to yeah, say related to Sporting it, KC? I can't. You know, really, we've kind of talked about the uh, acquisitions and and what's to come, and I think there's a lot to look forward to here. And um, if that signing doesn't wash the taste of a early playoff or a, a no a non-playoff year out of your mouth, then uh, I don't know what will. So it's exciting, man. And I just, you know, me personally, I want to thank everybody that takes the time to listen to our, our asses because it's, uh, you know, we have fun doing this. And at first we were like, we just, you know, who cares? Maybe maybe 10 people listen, maybe 20 people listen, whatever. And, and it turns out hundreds of people are, are listening. So I just think that's really cool. And, uh, you know, this isn't just our podcast. It's everyone. So I'm happy. I for one get a little get a little emotional and uh, appreciate everyone tuning in every every week. 
it's very cool. Can't thank you guys enough. And yeah, hopefully we got big things in 2020. I guess all I'd say is, hey, 2019 kind of sucked as a Sporting KC fan. It started off great with the Olays at Toluca. It obviously did not go how we wanted it to go. But hey, we stuck with it throughout the year. Y'all stuck with us throughout the year. I truly believe that 2020 will be different. That Sporting KC will be back to their winning ways and we'll be able to challenge for at least one cup. Will we win one? I don't know. I mean, this league is changing every year. There's new teams coming in almost every day now, it seems. So this is this is only going to get harder to win trophies. But if anything, what these last couple weeks have shown is that Peter Vermees and the front office are not content with how things went in 2019. And it's very clear that they wanted to fix this and fix it quickly, which is something that cannot be said for a lot of clubs. I mean, you think about the Colorado Rapids, the New England Revolution. Like uh, There are teams out there, the Houston Dynamo, They've been stuck in mediocrity for a long time and have not been able to fix it. Sporting KC had one bad year and said, this is not acceptable. And that's pretty cool. Well, you know, you said big things in 2020. Uh, Guys, we had an advertiser reach out to us. And I don't know if I can share (laughs) that at all. Who gives a shit? I'll share it. Uh, I don't think anything came of it. But we had someone reach out wanting to, you know, maybe advertise on our podcast, which I'm like, really? (laughs) <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> do you re- like what what kind of stuff uh you know they couldn't give us any information they're like no i can't release what kind of client it is so it's probably uh bath bombs i assume it's bath bombs makes sense and uh you know bubble bath and lotions <laughs> but uh that's our demographic i assume yeah i know drew vander drew vander plug loves his bath bombs you know that's hilarious because i was thinking of a a, a fan to sort of make a joke say that they would use the bath bomb and drew was the one that came to mind as well you were gonna say so, <laughs> shout out to drew <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> oh dude one thing we didn't even talk about we have a little bit of a super fan i was about to mention we got to bring it up kobe rooney dude you got to bring this up jimmy sends me this email the other day and I, we can't even do this justice unless you looked at this. But Kobe, he went through and listened to every one of our podcasts from before. Like, ever. That's over 100 Going podcasts. Going back to 2017. I, yeah, it's about an hour of podcasts. And uh, I'm like, really? Like, you can stand to listen to our voices that long? And he, like, made notes of our game predictions and whether we were correct or incorrect, uh, what the goal differential was. And and I didn't read every game. I was like, I just assume I'm wrong on most of them. So I, like, scrolled all the way down. Uh, He mentioned, like, jokes that I said that I do not remember saying. Uh, (laughs) Dude, shout shout out to Kobe, man. I'm just like, holy hell. (laughs) Yeah, this was pretty nuts. Like, I'm still, like, digesting this all. Um, he has our, our win loss record and a goal differential, which I'm still trying to figure out the goal differential thing. But basically if you look at the end of it, our final stats, um, Dan had, uh, you must've given a couple more predictions than I did. You had 20 wins and 22 losses with the goal differential of minus 49. I had Sweet. 20 wins and 20 losses with a goal differential of minus 33. So, um, well, we're pretty good. We know what we're talking about. Yeah. But it was kind of funny because he was like, you know, I I only did a little bit of 2017 because that's when you started recording. I did all of 2018. And he's like, you know, sometimes you didn't give a guess. So the p- predictions are, um, you know, not 100% through all of the games. Um, and sometimes they're for another important game if you didn't make one for SKC. 
Um, and then he goes, as far as 2019 goes, I listened to several at the beginning of the season, and then I don't think you guys gave predictions this year for the most part, plus this year was just sad. I was like, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. I think we stopped giving predictions because we were just going to predict us to lose every week. Man, so. Oh, man. So crazy. I mean, crazy in a good way. I was like, I was just floored for the whole thing. So, dude, thanks for doing that, Cobes. That was, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, all the different things Dan added coups to, like Kuz Bucha or Kuz Brahimovic or Johan Kuze. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, uh, it's pretty good. Um, and then, yeah, he talked about some great quotes, which if you took them out of context would confuse people. Like, um, when you said I'm strapping wieners to my chest or Tim Melia leads the league in expected handsomeness. See, I, I started thinking about the wieners thing. I was like, what kind of homoerotic stuff was that? It was probably, and I was like, Oh no, I was talking about sneaking in my vegan yep, sausages, Yep. which I'm still not above doing. I mean, I've, I get hungry. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't get uh, free, uh, premier food like you do. <laughs> Premium. Yeah, all my, uh, dry chicken tenders and, <laughs> mushy french fries oh um, my god mushy why people licking them before they give them to you i don't know what they're doing but he did <laughs> ask that in 2020 we continue to give our predictions because he would like to continue to track this so um, i don't even know what it's like to play a soccer game really it's been too long <laughs> so we're, we gotta give predictions now yeah he wants us to give predictions and he said he wants to have a meetup at a tailgate or something because he and his wife are season ticket members and oh, they're at a happen. game and he still hasn't met dan so he wants to make See? that happen I've kind of stopped. Uh, I've kind of stopped tailgating. I mean, I don't. I don't drink, and uh, I just was like, I don't. You know, what's the point anymore? I don't know. Just to, just to be out there early and and sweat. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll do it a couple. Of, I don't know that we'll do it every game, but yeah, we'll 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 arrange a couple of get-togethers. Maybe before it's the heat of the summer. I'm speaking like an old man over here. Like, why would <laughs> I even go out there and sweat my face off? Yeah. Um. We did uh, We did also get an email from your boy Marty, the world's biggest oh. Jordan Morris fan. Why? Uh, what is this guy? Why is this guy so boned up for Jordan Morris? <laughs> he said uh, that he appreciated the pod mention and that he wanted to let us know that there was clearly a fix-in uh, as a huge Chelsea and uh, U.S. men's national team supporter. He loves Pulisic, but that Jordan Morris clearly should have won U.S. men's player of the year. What? So, uh, you know, we'll let him think it. He, uh, you know, he loves him some uh, Jordan Morris, but he went on to say that he's a huge fan of the podcast. He tells everyone to listen to keep up the great content, um, and thanks for humoring his love and ad for admiration for all things JMO. Um, and then he said he wants to know if for 2020 can we expect more interviews? Which that's that's the plan. It's the plan. We're gonna keep them coming. I know we we won't have them every week, but we do want to get more. If you guys have any suggestions as who we should interview, let us know. You know, it's and just then, a matter of doing it. And I want to find the right time to like reach out to someone. I, you know, I don't want Nate Bucati to be like, who are you? You know, I don't, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I don't want Matt Doyle to be like, absolutely not. You know, well, Doyle does follow me on Twitter. So maybe I'll, Oh, that's your deal. Then try to shoot him a DM or something. Well, that, but, uh, I'm going to tweet at him and be like, Hey, follow me. I got a question. <laughs> um but then i did like how uh dr marty as he refers to himself signed off he goes in the end so long as we beat the sounders i will convert dan to a jordan morris man loving machine what so i'm just ugh, it makes my tummy hurt <laughs> you don't want to be a man loving machine no man it gives me gas okay well you know hey by the end of 2020 maybe you'll be you'll 
you'll love you some JMO, just like Doctor Marty. Why would I do that? If he came, if he came to SKC to play, I'd be like the biggest Jordan Morris stan. Yeah, you would. <laughs> it wouldn't even be you'd paint Jordan Morris on your chest, and oh, it'd be ridiculous. I show up in a <laughs> old school Stanford jersey of his. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, thank you, Doctor Marty. Thank you, Kobe. Thank you to hey, everybody. Marty, a doctor. Uh, I mean, that's what he says. Who knows? He's a doctor of bad soccer players. Of Jordan Morris. <laughs> um, thank you to everybody. I mean, shout out to all of our fans. But, I mean, there's some in particular. Bob. Bob is always there. And Bob oh, has course. done so many cool things for us since the start of this pod. Um, Drew Vanderplug's always interacting with us. Um, Kyle Orenberg. Uh, Jeremy. Eric Martinez. I mean, we could, we could go on. Um, oh yeah if we haven't mentioned you it's not because we don't appreciate you it's just that there are so many of you and we can't thank you enough so um yeah thank you guys for an awesome 2019 there is uh there are a few mls news items i do want to mention real quick and then we'll we'll sign off but um michael bradley is coming back to toronto they signed him to a tam deal feels like he's just getting kind of old I don't really know what he's going to do for them much more. Well, he's still performing somehow, so yeah. I guess he's still got some years in him. He seems like he's getting a little slower, but hey, you know what? He's not a DP anymore, so maybe they like it. Um, Diego Valeri signed a multi-year extension with the Portland Timbers um, using TAM. He's not a DP anymore, so he's going to stay put. There were some questions about that. Um, but then the biggest thing is... When you guys are listening to this on Wednesday, MLS will have officially announced the 30th team in Major League Soccer as Don Garber uh, is in Charlotte to make a special announcement on Tuesday, joined by Carolina Panthers owner David Tepper and the Charlotte mayor. So so funny. What if he's... Everyone knows what it is. Oh, special announcement? And it's like, what if it's not even it? (laughs) Yeah, no, it'd be pretty funny. Something totally different. um, But yeah, I mean, all indications were Charlotte was pretty close to a done deal and it looks like yeah we're gonna have a 30th team so um it's cool man you know we'll see zachary harden asked well charlotte has a team how would you like to see conferences or skc rivalries um i don't think charlotte brings a new rivalry to sporting kc but i still would like to see maybe a eastern central and a western conference of three 10 team conferences i don't know what do you think dude i don't even know what they're gonna do like conferences and it doesn't seem like they want to go the conference route, but like this is the first year we won't play everybody in the league. Do you know that? Yeah, there's too many teams now. I, I'm like over here, like wanting to plan a trip to Orlando, and I'm like, oh, this should be the year that we go play Orlando because Orlando played in Kansas City this year. But we don't right? know. Yeah, you I know. And it's like, well, uh, we might not play them at all, so that would suck. That would. I'd love to tie that in. Got to go see Star Wars Land. Oh God, I can't wait, dude! I'm so. <laughs> I watched that goddamn Imagineering story on Disney Plus. That is legit. Yeah, yeah, I watched it too, and it. Uh, I learned a lot. Of th- I did not know there was a whole part. I knew there was Tokyo Disneyland. Did not know yeah. there was a whole place called Tokyo Sea. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Made me want to go to uh, Shanghai Disneyland. So a lot of cool stuff, man, and even cool stuff that I that I rode like last year in L.A. when I went to, uh, you know, I rode the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of uh, backlash of them taking down the Twilight Zone. You know, it's so much better though. 
it's so awesome. fun though. It's so and I liked fun. how they were like, well, now you're screaming because you're having fun. You're not screaming because you're scared. Right. Well, that, that was the thing. <laughs> this quick side tangent before we end. Like that was the thing I noticed because I hadn't been to Disneyland in years. And last time I was there, it was Tower of Terror. And so I went for the first time at the end of last year or at the end of this year um, to go ride on the Guardians of the Galaxy version. And the first thing I noticed, like the doors open and you see Rocket walk up and people are already just like screaming, not because they're scared, but just because they're like hyped and they're super into it. And they're like, yeah, let's go. And then I don't know what it was like for you, but on mine, the entire time we were going up and down, people were just yelling because they were so pumped up. And they're like, as they're fighting the aliens, people were like, yeah. And it just made it such a fun experience. Yeah. It's a good time. I love it. Shout out to, uh, to Disneyland. (laughs) um it's only fitting we end our last pod in 2019 on an off-topic tangent talking about disney plus i mean i could talk about it forever i mean they're 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 remaking the they're making turner and hooch into a series i did not know that that's news to me just dropped today and i'm like i never saw the movie but i get it (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah we'll uh well thank you guys so much for everything that that, uh, you stuck with us through this year in 2019 um Next is gracious. Yeah. So next week is uh, Christmas. So we, you know, we're going to take off that week, and then the following week is New Year's. So we're going to take off that yep. week. But we will be back in 2020. Uh, we might have some new signings between now and then, and we'll talk all about them when we're back with you. But in the meantime, you can uh, follow us on Twitter. Hit us up at No Other Pod at Dan Kuzer at JC Max Zero Three. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash nootherpod. Always shoot us an email, nootherpod at gmail.com, or leave us that five-star rating and review and uh, let us know what you want to see from us in 2020. But, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate, um, Happy Festivus, and uh, Dan, Happy Birthday. Thank you. You too, buddy. Thank you, sir. And uh, we will be back with you all in 2020. But until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy, and we'll catch you all later. See ya. And keep the change, you filthy animals. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.